politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Once again, a link has gone missing. And Adam, well, you're with us on Zoom now, so I guess you found the Zoom link. I was looking desperately for the Zoom link. Yeah. But it wasn't there. Great. So just so you know, I want you to look in now. You're computer are you seeing anything move around a mouse moving anything sort of happening that you're not doing i see a rat i don't see a mouse ah the rat you see is travis who sent you the zoom link travis good job squeak i say squeak he says well well i always said travis was squeaky clean so (laughs) hey you know but we know that's the thing is we talked about it last week that just like identity theft can happen within a family and often does Hacks can also happen that way. And sadly, perversely, screwed upedly, you know, spouses send each other bad links. Yeah, I mean, it depends on your relationship, of course, but yeah, it happens. Beware of friends and spouses sending links. Well, that isn't that, that's like something like, hey, check this out. Like, oh, thank you for your bank account. See you later, dude. Hmm. Yeah. Unlike the old saw, sharing is caring. In the case of cyber, sharing may not be caring. About your privacy, or, yeah. Or anything, (laughs) depending upon (laughs) with whom you share, or who has shared with you. Or alternately, it's caring about a fact that you're not divulging, right? So you send a link, and now you get to find out what's really going on. You found out about the facts that I haven't been divulging? Uh, oh man. Travis, did we find out about the facts he hasn't been divulging? Yes. What are they? He's a big Celine Dion fan. (gasps) You found out. Our hearts will go on. Okay, so did you guys see the story about the survey that was conducted by the Identity Theft Resource Center, where one of the sections of the survey talked about social media and the fact that attacks on social media have gone up over a thousand percent in this past year. And in, uh, you know, in particular, Instagram was the hardest hit. Many of them said they were unable to get them back and had absolutely no response whatsoever or any helpful response from the social media platforms. We certainly know this because a lot of people we know have had the experience. Yeah, it's shocking, but it's not surprising, certainly. Look, people want their little, they want their little oxytocin pop, their little endorphin pop, their little serotonin pop, whatever pop you get out of being on social media, they want it. 
they don't want to mess around with all the garbage you have to wade through to do it. They just they just want their fix. Give me, give me everything. <laughs> give me everything. <laughs> <laughs> what we're really talking about today, though, is who do you trust? And people tend to trust people on these platforms. And if it looks legit, well, that's what's going on. People say, no, I'm not, I'm not leaving. This looks pretty good. And it came from a friend, a spouse. It's how you get caught up. The thing with Instagram, too, is the fact that since it's very much a photo and video based platform, that can give up a lot of information that makes it a lot easier to compromise an account. Well, but I again, I don't think that's the issue. Sorry. I think the issue is people are on there. They get on there for their, their fix, their daily, their hourly, their minutely fix. And they don't like it when it's not available to them. And they panic when they're told they did something wrong. I think it's as simple as that. Fair enough. Welcome to What the Hack a show about hackers, scammers, and the people they go after. I'm Adam, cyberman who made Bo paranoid. I'm Bo, cyber no longer paranoid, cyber stealing your information, Adam. And I'm Travis, just plain cyber snowball of insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to hear a story of bookkeeping gone very possibly, maybe, wrong. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works, not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing and I need to make split-second financial decisions and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks and I trade options and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You gotta know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rogue Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change, so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rogue's got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. Philippa. Hey there, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Gentlemen, Philippa Ward. Hi there. Hello. Superwoman, wine connoisseur, <laughs> real estate maven, mogul in training, 
All of the above. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> Philippa, welcome to our show. Now, I know Philippa for almost 12 years now. What? 12 years? 12 years. Okay. And she looks younger than when we met. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and Philippa's a good friend of my wife, Heather's, and uh, we all met in New York City. Philippa is no longer in New York City. She's actually had a very interesting life the past several years. Not that her life wasn't incredibly interesting before the past several years, but uh, so, Philippa, where are you coming to us from right now? Um, I'm coming to you from St. Helena in the Napa Valley. And I think you have some connection to Napa Valley, don't you? I do. Um, I was born and raised here, um, and that's because my family is in the wine industry here. We have a small um, family-run winery um, that's been around for a little over 40 years. Um, but in addition to that, um, I also do... Uh, I'm a real estate broker for kind of high-end wineries, vineyards, estate homes, that sort of thing. And do you sell do you sell wineries? Yes, yeah. Um, you do. I was joking. I was joking. You sell wineries. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, actually, uh, for example, I have a winery uh, listed right now um, for about 19 million. So. Oh wow. Yeah. oh wow so what do i get with this winery do i, I get some, some, um, some you get a pretty large production facility uh -huh. you get uh 12 and a half acres of vines uh -huh. um you get a very valuable permit um ah. to make about a hundred thousand cases and what? you get some office space <laughs> i'll take it if you buy six wineries do you get 10 percent off <laughs> Uh, Sorry, it, actually, if, if you're in the biz, you get like 20% off. So. <laughs> I, I thought, Travis, that was actually a great question myself. <laughs> oh, wow. That's <laughs> terrible. So I was so just sowing the seeds here. Just oh, the seeds. man. All right. Well, so you sell wineries. I'm in the business of buying wineries. So this is great. Let's not talk about what happened to you. I don't want to hear it. I just want to <laughs> do business. Adam will be negotiating the mortgage uh, for me, right, Adam? Oh, totally. Yeah, great. And, totally. It'd and be Travis, a 90% mortgage. And, and Travis is my... Buying. Wait, 90%. Interest, yes. Okay, forget it. I don't want that. Yes. You know, this recession's <laughs> driving me crazy. I don't want to have anything to do with it right now. The big question is, is Napa Valley ready for Bo? We don't know. We'll You'll find out. We will find out, I guess. Just let me know when you're on your way. I will do. We'll do. It'll be in, you know, 10 or 12 years. <laughs> So, Philippa, what brings you to us today? What what happened? <laughs> what happened? Um, I've I've been a longtime user of Quicken for my business. Now I kind of have everything linked up to it so that it automatically downloads, you know, all my credit card information, loan information, things like that. And it had been misbehaving. It was not downloading the transactions appropriately. It would say, um, you know, Quicken can't you know, service your link to Bank of America right now or and then it started doing it to Chase too. So then it was like a systemic thing that I could like identify that it wasn't just me screwing up. It was actually the system. It was one account at first and then it snowballed or was it how how did that work? Yeah, it was kind of one account and then I had gotten some sort of notice saying you need to relink your account. And so then I tried to relink my account with a second bank and it wouldn't do it and it wouldn't download from Bank of America or Chase. 
And then I was like, well, that's three, that's actually five accounts out of the, say, 10. So that's kind of a problem. And that's kind of how I run my business with using a specific Chase credit card for everything. And had you updated it recently or anything? Or No, it just kind of happened out of the blue. Um, there was no rhyme or reason to it. And it would do American Express no problem, but not Chase and not Bank of America. See, it was a plot by American Express, I think, in order to ace out the other guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. So so, so 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 you're really going there, Adam. That's gonna be that's your theory. That's <laughs> <laughs> Quicken became Slokin. So so no, so what happened next, Philippa? I was getting frustrated and I'd had really good service with Quicken when I had called them previously with an issue. Um, and so I just on my phone Googled Quicken support hit call from the Quicken support. It said literally Quicken support with the Quicken logo. And it was a 1866 number. I dialed the phone number and a gentleman with an Indian accent picked up the phone and asked me how he could help me. He also asked me what um, I think my membership account or, you know, the email associated with my member account, which would be pretty standard, I think, for um, Quicken to ask me that. Yeah. Um, it would also we be very. Went, it would also be very standard for you to be uh, reaching out to a call center that was in India. India has one of the best tech service industries in the world. Absolutely, it was not. It, it did not feel odd to me at that point. Um, and we kind of went through what my issue was. He said, "Well, in order to help you better, why don't I take control of your computer? You can give me." control of your computer and we can kind of check a few things and things like that. And that also didn't seem strange to me because about a year ago when I had done some work with Quicken um, support previously, they had also taken control of my computer and been able to, you know, help, you know, I, I was following along visually um, while he was kind of running through some tests and things like that. So that was also not strange to me at that point. Okay, so he was in your computer though. He, you could actually yeah. see him moving your mouse around. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. And how did he get in exactly? Uh, they sent me, a, I believe they sent me a link that I clicked on in order to offer them the option to take control of my screen. Got it. Do you remember the URL? that the link came from? Or did it not register at all? It didn't register at all. A, a little company, you know, screen pops up and says, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, hey, um, you're, you know, offering somebody access to your screen. And I didn't think anything of it at that point. Everything you've, you've told us right now sounds, based on my experience and the rest, very natural and normal. Mm -hmm. So what happened next? So they... Kind of went through and said, looks like your software is working just fine. That That's not an issue at all. It seems like your data is corrupted and that is not allowing you to update your transactions from, you know, multiple credit cards or bank or whatever. I don't understand how the, your data would be corrupted. Was it explained to you? Like, what was the data that was corrupted? The bank data? Yeah, the bank data was all was corrupted and they said, well, we ran a scan Yeah. and the scan shows us and we're really glad that you called now because it's oh. less than 50% corrupted. Uh -huh. um, and I said, that sounds fake to me. Okay, that <laughs> does sound, that sounds incredibly fake. And it also like Chase, you know, bank is really in the business of sending out corrupted data because they don't know what they're doing at all. <laughs> I mean, come on. It did not end there. 
I said, I feel like I'm being held over a barrel in order to get my data back. I have to pay you. And I questioned them. And he said, no, 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 you don't have to pay me to get your data. You have to pay me in order for us to uncorrupt your data so that you can use it moving forward. Because I see that you have, you know, 15 years worth of data here. Did that sound weird to you when he said he needed to uncorrupt your files? Yes. And I pushed back verbally and said, this doesn't feel right. I don't think I should have to pay this fee. I think that um, I'd like to speak to your manager. And they transferred me to another gentleman who had exactly basically the same story, which makes me think they're all sitting in a room together, listening to one another. And they said, we don't take, we, we don't charge your credit card as you know, your Quicken subscription does. We don't take credit cards. And I said, okay, um, I kind of am in a bad spot because I need this data. And he said, well, you can do an ACH transfer or write us a check. Hmm. Oh, weird. And I said, that seems awfully strange to me. And he's like, well, it's a different por- portion of our business than the subscription, which bills your credit card. That's interesting that they would say a check. Yeah, because you could stop a check. I mean, my local hardware store takes a check, but only because they know me. Uh, how much were they saying it would cost to uncorrupt? <laughs> $750. Whoa, okay. they were not being gentle. Nope. No. Philippa, can we go back one moment? Tell us again how you got in touch with Quicken. I feel stupid, but I just, on my phone, Googled Quicken support, and there was a ad that was the top of the list. Oh, that old, that old (laughs) chestnut. Yes. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means... You get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. 
So it sounds like you know what happened. Yes. The search result you clicked on was fake. Yeah. And it was the first link. And I'm guessing this first link that you found on Google, dun, 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 was a sponsored link. Yeah. and But it looked so real. I mean, I'm pretty intuitive and like actually kind of pay attention to the where the link goes and, you know, things like that. But it was so... It looks so professional. It looked just like how quick, it, even the same font as the Quicken, kind of when you actually got the real one, it, it was even the same font. Ouch. Okay. So we know that now, but what did you do when you were on the phone with the fake Quicken and they were trying to get you to pay to uncorrupt your data? So this is what I did. I felt that it was strange. So I logged into my phone bank account for Bank of America and I froze my account. Okay. Smart. And then I issued them the ACH. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave them the money, but not in a real way because I was suspicious. Very smart. So you gave them, so you actually, you froze your account and then gave them the ACH for that account? Yes. So what was going on in your computer the whole time you were on the phone with these guys? The screen was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Scrolling where? What were they scrolling through? I couldn't. It was scrolling so quickly. It looked like um, kind of a, a blank black screen. And then it had tons of data just scrolling up and down. It sounds to me like they had entered the Matrix and were in DOS. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, that sounds like that wasn't just a quick in. That sounds like they were actually going through the contents of your entire computer. Absolutely. And they said, you need to leave your computer on for three to five hours until this <gasps> stops. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Whoa. These are really courageous criminals. They really just mm -hmm. have a lot of, they, they, they have a, I mean, my kids call this B BDE, but I'm going to leave that alone. They, they had, <laughs> they had some, they had some swagger though, huh? Yeah, they're like, oh, don't worry, you can leave, you know, go do whatever you need to do, but you need to leave your computer running. Wow. These these are these are grade A. These are grade A criminals. They were very professional. They were very professional. They knew exactly what they were doing. They used most of the right lingo. So when he said, Okay, well, just leave your computer running and we got off the phone, but he confirmed my cell phone number and my email and things like that. I immediately had a very bad feeling and um, Googled Quicken's real number, which is a 650 number, by the way. It is, that's important for everyone to know if they ever call Quicken support. It is not a 1-800 number, it is a 650 number. I spent 20 minutes on hold waiting for somebody at Quicken to pick up. And in that time, I went through all of my accounts and froze everything and went on to my Aquifax, I believe, and froze my credit because I was paranoid about what, what they had gotten into. I didn't know. And so once I got on the phone with a Quicken employee who was very good, he said, that is absolutely not us. We don't offer a service like that. Shut your computer down immediately. And so I did. Shut my computer down, restarted it. Then my phone started ringing. And it was a whole bunch of different numbers. And it was at one after another, after another, after another. And most of them were from like Southern California. And did you pick any of them up or no? Uh-uh. Okay. I didn't pick it up because I knew it wasn't anybody I knew and I knew it was the people that I had just hung up with. So as, as far as I can tell, nothing bad has happened. They were probably real pissed that I stopped their scan of my entire computer. 
Um, and that's why they were calling me as soon as as soon as I shut it down is when my phone started ringing. Without question, when you called the real company, it, it you had a real sense of authenticity because you had to wait. For <laughs> I had to wait for 20 minutes. <laughs> that's the, thing. the criminals <laughs> there like that. <laughs> so so while while they were in your computer and you were on with Quicken and you were going to your different accounts and freezing them mm -hmm. or changing your passwords, were you doing that on your phone? Yes. Because okay, yeah. your computer was otherwise engaged. It I'd was. Say. Wow. I mean, yeah. really? I was that was... on my phone while I was on the call. And your computer was like going berserk still. Wow. Yeah. Just data scrolling, 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 scrolling. It never changed. It never flipped pictures or anything like that. It was a dark background and it was data just scrolling down the screen. I want to go back to the ad itself that you saw. You said it looked a lot like Quicken's branding. Um, did it give you a number to call or did it give you a click to call this number? It was an 866 number. Um, I can probably go back. The way that Google ads can work sometimes is they'll give you one phone number, but then they will change it so they can record whether or not someone's calling it. So it'll be a forwarder and that can actually be a handy way if you're running a scam to hide the phone number that you're going to be contacting. Yeah. Um, I think I was looking for a support chat um, initially and then just found that and it had the Quicken logo and that was it. One click. Sometimes all you need. That's for sure. Well, the, the sponsored ads are such a trick. Even when I'm going on a site that I use regularly, I often have, to, you know, I just, it's now a mental note. I scroll down three or four um, results because Google, for better or for worse, I think mostly for worse in terms of my experience as a user, puts results that I'm not looking for up top because they've sold ads on those. You know, so it's it is it is like yep. I guess it's it's similar to waiting for your you know television program to start while ads run, but it's sort of that's what's happening there. It's even sneakier than that because the way that Google ads work is more or less on an auction model. So if you were to say, I'm going to pay top dollar for this one search result, that will be the thing that pops up at the top. Oh, so the criminal can actually say like, I realize that Quicken has a pretty big marketing budget, but for this one time, we're going to pay $1,000 for this impression and or whatever it is, because if they're getting $750 from you via ACH or check, and they're in your computer rifling through all of your other files, which means they probably can compromise your financial accounts, which means that they might be able to wire themselves some money. These guys seemed like they were really organized and, and specifically organized around the concept that if they can liberate your data, they can liberate your money. It's even sneakier than that, though, because Google ads won't bill you until you hit a certain threshold. So if you're to say, take a compromised credit card, you can load that into an account, set up an account, and then run that until Google hits, say, 500 bucks. And then when they try to bill you, they say, oh, this doesn't work. So you don't even need to front any cash for that. So they're criming to crime doing other crimes. Right. And Google also has a bunch of promo codes that say, you know, we'll get you started with $500 worth of ad credit. So what they can say is like, okay, we'll set up a few of these accounts. We have $500 to do this. We're just going to bid really, really, really high for this one search term. And if it happens to work, then we get a good target. If it doesn't work, Google floated you anyway. Right. So Google, listen to me. 
while I wait for my Shopify account to be green lighted, don't listen to these guys. You're great. I think that <laughs> what you do is wonderful and there's no problem here whatsoever. Google, you should stop doing that. Well, and sadly, it's pretty easy to create a website these days that looks exactly like an official web page. Yeah. So you're being floated by Google. These guys are paying top dollar, except they're not actually paying until they make dollars. And you're taking someplace that looks really, really official that they're spending part of the money to make it look official. And it's also not limited just to Google ads. Um, right now, by just doing a quick uh, lookup of Quicken support, I see that a couple of people have set up uh, businesses to show up. That mm -hmm. the, the business has the name Quicken support phone number. And so there are two places in Google business that show up. Uh, they're both in Victoria, British Columbia. Um, but their actual places and it gives you an option to call that. So it looks like what people are doing is setting up fake ads on Google and then fake business listings. So when you're uh, when you're looking at something specific like I need help, what they're doing is they're anticipating that and saying, we'll help you out, just call this number. And think about on top of all that, the real company is paying for these ads too. So right. <laughs> it's good to be Google. <laughs> Not so good to be consumer depending upon who comes after you. What is the why, the biggest takeaway that you got from all this? And if someone said to you, what advice would you give consumers based on your experience? What is it? There, there are two things. Um, one, be really careful about the phone number that you call and make sure that it actually is the company that you um, Googled for support and that Quicken has a 650 number. Um, Number two, if something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. And you better listen to your gut because I had a gut feeling three quarters of that call and I still went along with it and I shouldn't have. Even still, though, you did a lot of really clever things, I think. Uh, I think freezing your account before giving them the number. That was a uh, very crafty move there. So hats <laughs> off. <laughs> that was OG James Bond stuff. Yep. Well done. <laughs> but I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't immediately try to get into your account and find it frozen and go, oh, there's a problem with your account. Right. Maybe you could give us another account. Well, right. Adam, you know that I like playing around with these hackers and criminals. Um, and I- Yes, Bo does. I, I do, I enjoy it. And they, they, they often are a little slow on the uptake and it's fun. It's the best part actually, when you, when you get to the point where they realize that you're messing with them. It's really awesome because they don't like it. They really hate it, and they, they take offense. Uh, so uh, you're well on your way to becoming, Philippa, a person who messes with the bad guys. Um, <laughs> and I encourage you to uh, experience that particular blend of endorphins that you get when you piss off someone who's trying to scam you. I'll work, I'll work on getting there. I, I will definitely try to hone my craft. So tangentially related, did... The real Quicken actually help you fix Quicken? Yes, they did. And they did not charge you extra? Absolutely not. That is free with my subscription. So today we talked a lot about how to keep your financials safe, and heaven knows that's critically important. And this brings us to our segment known as Tinfoil Swan, 
And this is our paranoid takeaway to keep you better protected. So Adam, do you leave, I know the answer to this, but I'm gonna just tell you the truth. I have my monthly paycheck stubs, my bank account stuff, anything, there's a few things I have that do not exist solely in digital form. They also exist in paper and I get them via mail. And I also have people in and out of the house all the time because we keep working on the house. It's not a good, it's not a good scenario. It's a terrible scenario. Oh, don't sugarcoat it, Adam. Okay, it really <laughs> sucks, Bo. <laughs> Dude, if you're going to get any kind of paper bills or statements or things like that, yeah. what you need to do is have a locking fireproof file cabinet in your home oh. and make sure that it's locked. Come on, you sound like- Serious. You you should have a tinfoil hat on your head. I do have a tinfoil hat on my head. <laughs> it's in the shape of a swan. Do you never leave stuff around the house, Adam? No, but I, I other people in my house have a tendency to leave stuff around the house. I don't. I have, I have my man cave office, and in that office are locking files, and anytime the mail comes in, I open stuff, put it in the file, and lock the file. But does it have like one of those locks that Deviant Olaf was talking about, a little rinky-dink lock that you can just piddly-paddly through? I'm sorry, but discretion does not permit me to discuss the <laughs> locks on my filing cabinets. How big are your locks? Uh, Travis, do you leave stuff around your house? <laughs> do you have lock envy, Bo? I'm just wondering. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do, but I'm also home like 23 and a half hours out of the day, so, you know. Oh. I think it's important, to, you know, it's sort of like as a corollary to the online stuff we talk about, to talk about security at home because they, those documents can be used to um, answer security questions. I mean, if you have your bank, bank statement, your bank is probably going to be more likely to talk to you if you can tell them what your balance is and what your, you know, what your statement was last month, etc. Nothing more wonderful for a criminal than holding in their little hands a beautiful bank statement or bill where they could get the important numbers off of it. It's also a way to verify your identity. With a lot of places, they'll say to prove you are who you say you are, you know, show up with a piece of mail with your name on it and some information. So. Oh, there's that too. So go paperless and for everything else, store it away or shred it. And that's today's Tinfoil Swan. Thanks so much for listening. If you like What the Hack, give it a good rating on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast and review it. It's the best way for people to find the show and spread the word. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media. It's produced by Andrew Stephen, the man with two first names. You can find us online at loudtreemedia.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.